Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things Bible. I am your host, Mitchell Heikamp, and with me is my co-host and sister, Michelle Waymeyer. Hello. If you haven't done so yet, then we ask that you follow us on your favorite podcast app, and also leave a review so others can find us. We also ask that you log on to, like, and follow our Facebook page. So here we are on, this is what, our fifth episode of the Bible miniseries? I believe so. Yeah, I think this is number five. So, are we still calling it mini? It's not mini anymore. No, it's it's not just mini. our prayer series. Yeah, our prayer series, which is is a subcomponent of <laughs> our main series of faith. Subcomponent. I like that. We're using big words. Right big here. words today. So, as you remember from our last episode, we finished up the the pray acronym. Yes. Just praise, pause. Repent, ask, and yield. Correct. We kind of really focused on yield on our last we did. episode. We did. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good information in there. And so that kind of wraps up our structural aspect of prayer, of our, our common ways to pray. The first one that we started was structural, and that's where that pray fell into. And that is a great way to formulate your prayers to be that more formal prayer or to even to know where to start because you don't know. And I don't know about you. I don't know about our listeners, but after taking the acronym this week, I really focused on it more. You know, I, I focused on the praise pause and then even repenting of all of my sins, as we said, known and unknown. And then going on to the ones that I did remember, mind you, I haven't started my journaling yet. And I, really need to get over and get my journal. I don't know why. I guess because they're not open on Sundays and I feel like that's my free day. Yes. <laughs> you know, the the Christian store is not open on Sunday, which is the Lord's Day, which is fantastic. But just to be able to go through those steps and have an outline. So that way, when I get started, I kind of have a, a good way of approaching it and know which steps I'm not going to miss. So I think that's fantastic. I think it was two episodes ago. I mentioned Beth from work. Yeah. Well, when I walked into work one day this past week, it was right after we released an episode, and she gave me a little bit of information, something I've never heard of, probably something a lot of people have heard of. It's called SOAP. Hmm. So whenever you're journaling, you're just doing a journaling off of one particular thing, Uh you use the acronym SOAP, S-O-A-P. So S is the scripture, so you just find a scripture... Or it could even be a passage. So you read that. Okay. So the first step is to journal that scripture. Okay. Next is O, which is your observation. Okay. So you just kind of meditate. I think we discussed what we that We did means. talk about meditate. So meditate on kind of what that means. Look at it. Try to come up with an observation that you see. Right. So then you have the A, and the A stands for application. So how are you going to take this scripture, take this observation that you make with this scripture and apply it to your life? Okay. And then the P is prayer. Is for prayer. So then you pray over that and you just pray over everything that you've learned through this SOAP acronym. So your scripture, your observation, your application, and then you pray over it. Hmm. That's quite interesting. Yeah. So Paige actually used it this last week. Okay. 
and she she said she really liked it. She said she has done it in the past, but she forgot about it. Okay. So Beth gave it to me, and I thought that'd be great for for you and our listeners. Yeah, to, absolutely. I've never heard of that to apply that. I've never heard of that. And before. so it's just another way of journaling. Well, thank you, Beth. Yes, thank you, Beth. I I'm I look forward to using this one next. Yeah, after I get my journal. You know what? Maybe I'll just go and get a notebook from the dollar That's store. That's all you need. I know, but I wanted it to be pretty and something that, you know, even though I'm not really probably going to see the outside of it, but, you know, if it, if I, for some reason I was talking to one of our listeners through messaging and I even said that this journal that I put together, instead of making it nice and neat, which I think I was just saying that I would make it nice and neat, but to have it because if I put it away someday, maybe... I have a grandchild that would open it one day to see how I reflected on certain things and maybe what God did in my life. So I was actually thinking about keeping the journal, wrapping it up in a bow, putting it away, and then maybe one day my kids or grandkids would see it and they would be able to open it. Well, you know, I've had the same thought to where... But I'm nobody can read keep... your stuff. Well, it's all... Well, I guess you do put note and then you have to go to page and... 63 to get your note. Whenever I said that I put note, <laughs> I couldn't remember what I actually put... Normally, I don't put no. I put thought. Okay. Because then I just go on a tangent. And I've got a couple of those here recently. I'm sure I'm going to share them on here once we get to a point where that applies. And one will probably apply here because it was on prayer. Okay. Well, like I said, though, if I had a nice, pretty journal, then I could maybe one day put a bow on it. But I have just... The only thing special about mine... Is it? Are there six by nine instead of the <laughs> eight and a half by 12? That way they fit in with my Bible. And I've well, said this before, but I still plan on just putting them away somewhere once it's full. <laughs> well, one, that way if I ever have any need to go back, yeah, then I can open it up and realize it's a waste of time. I might as well start over. <laughs> right. But if somebody, yeah, like you said, grandkids or whatever, <laughs> if they'll find it up in the attic covered with dust. and yeah. Maybe I'll have a grandchild smarter than me and mm. they'll figure out how to make sense of my thoughts <laughs> on paper. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it. That's, <laughs> we're going to need Jesus for that one. Yes, we are. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on. So, yes, this whole structural prayer, the PRAY acronym is a good way to get started if you've never prayed before. Like I said before, it's more of the formal prayer, the complete prayer. Right. And this follows, <clears throat> or this is based off the Lord's Prayer more than most other types of prayer. Okay. So that's just something to keep in mind. But let's get into our second common way to pray. And this is thoughtfully. And by this, this is just simply asking God to join you in your thoughts or to guide your thoughts whenever... Like I shared the story whenever I was driving up to drill last time. Mm-hmm. And I asked the Lord to join me in my thoughts as I was driving. And this is when I spent the time just meditating on scripture, on this whole prayer thing. And that's where I got the idea for the whole table with the legs mm-hmm. and all that other stuff that I've explained in, in past episodes. And that's basically what this is. And in First Thessalonians chapter 5... Verses 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. 
So to pray continually, obviously we can't be in prayer 24-7. Everybody has jobs that normally requires thought and focus. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to focus on work if you're trying to focus on praying so and in in turn too it's hard to focus on the lord in your prayer if your mind is at work or in your daily duties so it works both ways yes this is very true and so i've read i've read this interpreted this first thessalonians this whole pray continually interpreted in multiple ways and anywhere from yes you need to be in prayer 24 7 to it doesn't mean you need to pray 24 7 but you need to pray daily and that's and your thoughts need to be guided by prayer yes so it like you were saying too it's not that you have to actually pray yes but your thoughts should be in the mind structure of prayer rather than and just to kind of put this in perspective as far as what I do. Like I've mentioned before that I, I pray on my way to work. I try to, I, I don't do it every day. Cause some days I forget or I get distracted because we do live in this world, but I try to pray on my way to work. And normally whenever I'm finishing up that prayer, it's whenever I'm pulling into work or I'm getting out of my car or walking in the door to work. Mm-hmm. And I would normally end that with Lord be with me today and guide me in, in all that I do. And the reason for that is because I am asking the Lord to be with me all day. So that kind of falls under this prayer continually. Granted, I won't be able to focus in on him and pray right all day, but I'm asking him to be in my life all day. And with that, anytime anything comes up, and this is something we'll get into a little bit further down on this list is your little short one line prayers. Mm-hmm. So whenever something happens during the day and I threw out one of those one line prayers or, you know, somebody mentions that somebody in their family is sick or, mm-hmm. or something's else, something's mm-hmm. going on in their lives that I can just pray for them right away. Right. And since I asked the Lord to be with me, all day and guide me all day when those situations come up. It doesn't have to be so formal. Yes. I can send out that prayer and I'm kind of covering myself in a blanket all day. And I'm just kind of throwing stuff up throughout the day as, as they come up. Okay. That's, I'm not saying that's the proper way of doing it. Right. But then again, is there really a proper way of doing it? I don't believe anything's proper when you're no, the whole, th- the whole concept with prayer is just to create that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But this is just how I incorporate this prayer continually into my life. So uh, hopefully that will help others. So at the end of your prayer that you get into work, you just say, Lord, be with me today and all that I do. And then from there, a couple hours pass by and someone says, you know, so-and-so's child developed sickness and that's when you can say lord be with so and so and their family as as they are battling through this illness and i know the one i don't have permission from her to talk about it but 
a lady that works for me. Her father was on dialysis Mm -hmm. for his kidneys. He opted to quit dialysis a while back. Okay. He just had a stroke Tuesday, I think it was. So recently. Yeah. But then they they were saying that it wasn't a stroke and... All of a sudden, well, he's he's in declining health. Okay. And so whenever she was telling me about this, as soon as she started walking away, I started praying for him. Yeah. And praying for her and her family and everybody else. But that's, like I was saying, I put that blanket over my day saying, Lord, be with me today and guide me in all that I do. That way, whenever something like that comes up, I can... Just send it just off. send that prayer. Yep. And there's a lot of time people will tell you what's going on. And you'll say, oh, I'll pray for you. I'll keep you in my prayers. I don't wait. I start right then and there. Yeah, yeah. I used to wait. And now, too, just because. Then you forget. Yeah, and and we talked about that, too, you know, that you forget or that, you know, say say you do your prayer time at nighttime. Then by the time night rolls around, you're like, "Mm, I know there was something else I need to pray for. So if you stop and do it right then and there, then. You know, that is one more. And also, it might even help you to remember that when you do do your prayers later in that day or the next morning, that you include them again. Because now that you've done a simple prayer for them, they're now remembered to be on your list. See, I found that to be very true as well. Okay. And that's, especially here lately, it seems like if I, if I get that prayer out right away, as soon as I hear about something, I pray about it, then yeah, once we do, or once I do my more formal praying, mm mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I'll remember it and even doing short prayers throughout the day. As soon as I think about them, I'll pray for them. No matter when it is, where I'm at, I'll pray for them. But another thing to go back and how, okay, if you don't pray for them right away, then once you go to pray a few hours later, you forget. That's the devil working. Mm -hmm. The devil doesn't want you to remember. The devil doesn't want you to pray for other people. So he's trying to put things in your way to forget. So if you just do it right away, then it's there. He's got no time to interrupt. Yes. Yeah. And then he can't stop it. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Rebuke that devil. Rebuke that devil. Mm. That dang devil. Mm Mm-hmm. So the third on my list here is conversationally. Okay. We all like conversation. (laughs) Okay, I, I might be speaking. Every, I might be speaking more about me. I don't know if everybody <laughs> loves conversation as much as you do, but <laughs> but that that is basically what this means. It's yeah. talking to God like He was sitting right next to you. So not all prayers have to be formal. It's just talk to God. Yeah. I mean, that's the simplest way of of saying it. And Grant, you can talk to God in a formal way, but it doesn't have to be formal. Right. My personal opinion when it comes to prayer is it can't just be one thing. Prayer is a little bit of all of these throughout the day. So, yes, there needs to be a formal prayer where you're really focused, focusing in on who the Lord is, looking right. at those attributes praising God for who he is and thanking him for everything he's done for you. But you can do that in a conversation. Yeah. You don't have to. Especially when you feel that an answer maybe has 
come, you know, yeah. from, from a prayer request that you might have had a while ago and it's come and you realize it. I mean, there too, right then and there. Yes. Give thanks. It doesn't have to be this formal hour long prayer for right. thanking him. Right. Just Lord, thank you for, for whatever it is that you did for me. Yeah. Thank you for the answer. Thank you for guiding me and, and showing me. Like this morning, Lord, thank you for reminding me that we were supposed to be recording this morning. <laughs> because I literally forgot. I rebuked the devil this morning. I'm like, I know you don't want me to go, but <laughs> got to get up. This sleeping is not important. Who are you? Well, see, the weird thing is I kept waking up and I'm like, Lord, I feel like you're telling me to get my butt out of bed, but I don't know why. <laughs> like, I don't have anything going on today. So I did get up early. I was up at like 6.06, I think is what the clock said. And I ended up working on some podcast stuff. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do this real fast. Once I'm done with this, I'm going to go take my shower, kind of get ready for the day before the boys wake up. And then I had plans. I started a movie last night. So me and... Eli always wakes up first. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Eli were going to finish watching the movie until Zeke woke up. And then wait. But then I was working on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so this one's this one's ready to go. Um, I don't have another one ready. <laughs> when are we going? Oh no! <laughs> and this was like quarter seven, and I'm like, uh, Michelle, are we recording? Oh. What time? I'm yeah, I late. actually I woke up about six. <laughs> 30 and I looked at my phone. I'm like, okay, Mitchell didn't say anything. Mind you, I knew you guys had a busy day yesterday and I thought, you know, maybe you were tired. So I was like, okay, Mitchell hasn't sent anything. So I was like, okay, I think we're good. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna relax. And then my phone went off. I'm like, you could tell him that we're not doing this today. That's the devil. You could tell him that you're, you're just tired. Mind you, my (laughs) eyes are closed right now because I'm still (laughs) sleepy. And I'm like, nope, we're getting up. We're getting up. Let's get this done. So, and then of course, then it, then you get here and it's so worthwhile. It, you know, yeah. it's, it's so worthwhile, but yeah, early morning. We were both struggling this morning. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to this whole conversation with, with God, this is my preferred method when I'm driving. And like I said, I do pull in some of the formal stuff. I, I will start by acknowledging his, his attributes, by doing the, the P portion by praising him. I normally give a good portion to to Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for thanking him for everything he's done for me. Sometimes I repent. Sometimes I don't. It just kind of depends on how things are flowing. So like I said, this isn't a formal prayer that I'm sending up. So, Right. And you would repent if you knew there was something you needed to repent yes. for. But if yes, there's there nothing was. that, you know. But in the same aspect, if I know there's something I need to repent for, that might be my entire prayer. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. that repentance. Correct. So it's... But then, yeah, I do spend a, a big portion in the in the A aspect of it. What I normally do, personally, is I start the big circle and I bring it on down until I get to my own personal. So it's like the penny in the in the Walmart back in the day. You put yeah. your penny in there and you start big. Yep, and start big, and, it and when it goes down, more. it goes really fast, and it's all about me. Yep. right here, real quick. Yep, got and done. <laughs> I actually had used that this week as well when someone asked me about, you know, what I pray for and it, can it be as little as, you know, something that's lost. And I'm like, you know, I spend a lot of my prayer for everyone else 
And then when it gets down to it, it's like, you know, uh, I hate to say that I'm on a clock, but you know, at some point, you know, you are kind of on a clock yeah. and, and I'm like, okay, it's time for me. And I'm just like, Lord, you already know what I need. You know, it, you see it every day, but you know, that's that little penny spinning. It's like real fast. Here it is for me. Look over me, protect me, you know, guide me in my thoughts and over. So for everyone else and, and what they need. Yeah. So just, again, we're trying to be, or I'm trying to be thorough here. For me, whenever I'm doing my, my big to little, you know, my big is going to be like we talked about those that are in this world who are persecuted daily for yeah. worshiping Jesus. And then as I kind of come in, so that's like worldwide. Mm-hmm. And then as I come in, I'll pray for our country. Okay. I'll pray for our leadership, mm-hmm. you know, pray for President Biden and or whoever, whatever the president is at that time. And and then bring it down even closer. I'll pray for our state government, our state leadership, and you know just keep bringing it down tighter and tighter until I get to my extended family. I guess you'd say okay. And then I'll pray for them. Which, if you actually look at our extended family, that's actually nationwide. (laughs) So I'm actually going back out a little bit, (laughs) but it's in relationship to me. Right. Right. They so are even all over though, the place. Even though they are all over the place, they <laughs> are still part of the closer inner circle, I guess. Even though I don't really have an inner circle. But. <laughs> and then from that, then, you know, I start getting into the family. Right. And praying nieces, for nephews, nieces, mom, nephew, yep. brothers. And, and just bring it down tighter and tighter until I get to my family. Mm-hmm. And then I'm praying for the boys. And I'll pray for Paige. And that's when I finally get to me. And then, but when I get to me, I don't rush through it. Then I start covering every aspect. And one of the ones for me is this podcast. Mm -hmm. So that's where I pray for this podcast and everything about it. Some of the things for me, I already prayed for Paige and I prayed for the boys. But then I pray for guidance for myself that I'm raising these kids the way the Lord wants me to raise Mm -hmm. them. And stuff along those lines. So I typically... I mean, I'm not hitting those little things at this point. Right. Like, uh, I don't know even what a small thing would be. I don't know. Like finding time? Time. I put time more of a bigger category. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I I actually have a pretty good opinion on time. And once we get back into the Bible study and start talking about the wise men, Mm -hmm. I have a... A very good look at time in okay. that. See, I think it's very powerful. And see, I look at time for myself different than I see time for you because of, you know, quote unquote, the busyness of, of everybody's lives. And I know that there are certain things that others have that need to be done. And I don't know how y'all do it. So, you know, I look at time too. I'm just like the management of all of it, family, work. Putting God first on top of all of it. And then all of the little things that need to be done, like preparing the firewood that needs to be done for, you know, the the wood stove. I mean, there's so many little things that's all tied in together with all of it. So I pray for, well, we talk about praying for family. And luckily, I don't have much going on. You have me. <laughs> uh, right. And I had your boys yesterday. 
Oh yeah, thanks for that. I think that's probably why I was so tired this morning. So, but you know, but that too, you know, that gives you the time that you need to to do some of those as well. So, you know, I I do. I pray a lot for for family yeah. and the things that they've got to do. And going back, how you say we have a a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I I do. I have a lot of projects. Or as Dad always said, I have a lot of irons in the fire. And so, the way I look at it is I have to prioritize my failures. Because oh. I'm, I'm going to be letting people down somewhere. Oh, yeah. Because I got too much going on. Right. So, I have to prioritize my failures. So, like, who am I going to let down this week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it's... So, yeah, that's, that's what it is. I mean, there's times where Paige gets mad at me because I'm focusing in on... Stuff for other people more than stuff for the house. Yeah. And, but then there's times where I have to focus on her and the family and kind of ignore some of the stuff the other people want me to do. Right. So I'm letting You're only down. one person. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, a few weeks ago, Pastor had a good message about the Lord's work mm-hmm. and Jesus when he was. In the Gospels, he'd always take time away from the busyness and the craziness to go out and pray. But when he was working, he was focused on work. He didn't let anybody distract him. He's like, we got 12 hours in a day. I'm going to be working those 12 hours. But he never, he was never rushed. He was never hurried. Right. He just, one thing at a time. And so that really spoke to me. And so that's when, you know, I started looking at my life. And that's when I came up with the whole prioritizing my failures. Okay. So it's, I mean, I got all this to do. It'll get done. It'll eventually. get done. Yep. I mean, if it if I don't get it done, then the next generation will. And the thing that we look at it also, and we did this in church as well, is that if it's something that needs to be done, God will show you the time yeah. that it's supposed to be done. It, yeah. It's, you know, we talk about the hurried and the rush, you know, but in all reality, that time will come about. You will have time for all of your busy stuff, but also for your for your other things as well, because um, he will give you the time that you need. So, yeah, it was a good message. Yeah, just, just a little side story. You know, I'm talking about getting all this stuff done, how the Lord will give us time. You know, I got a lot of stuff on my plate. I'm trying to do different things for different people. Well, what works great is when I can combine things Okay. So I'm doing multiple things at the same time. So like yesterday, you watched the boys. You made that comment. Well, Paige and I went out to the woods and we were doing, I'm calling it logging. I call it logging also. Because we we're pulling <laughs> logs up out of the woods because it's, it's too wet in the woods to get any kind of machinery yeah. So the skid loader can't get out there. Tractors can't get out there. But the field was dry. And I had my side-by-side. And there were a bunch of dead trees along the side of the woods where this field was. So we were cutting down some dead trees. Paige was trimming them up. And I was dragging them up closer to the road where Matt can get them later with, you know, the machinery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in the process of doing this, you know, we're trying to get all this stuff done. The day's... Growing shorter, I got another 10 logs I want to pull up, and my side-by-side breaks. Yeah. And some people could get mad and upset, and I'm just like, well, 
it is what it is. I mean, yeah. everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And yesterday was basketball, wrestling. So Matt was oh yeah out of town. There was a baseball. Yeah, he was at Cincinnati. He was yeah. in Cincinnati. Basketball game, baseball game. Yep, he had a lot going on. And then, they, then they stopped at the wrestling meet on the way home. Okay. So they were gone all day. Everybody in our family was either preoccupied or off doing stuff. So Paige and I are out here in this woods, and we're probably three miles from home. Two and a half to three miles from home. And we're stranded. <laughs> that, that's how we got out to the woods. And that was our transportation your, back home. Right? And what happened was the steering broke. So it still ran fine. Yeah. But my steering wheel did nothing. Yeah. It just turned in circles <laughs> nonstop. So I'm like, well, there's only one person I can call. So I called Uncle Rick. Right. And so Rick came out and I, did you get that picture? I got the picture. So I honestly think, yes, this goes along. You know, we got a lot of stuff to do. We're trying to stay busy. We're trying to rush through things, but stuff happens. Stuff so happens. Don't, don't get all worked up and upset about it. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You just take things one step at a time. So instead of dragging logs up, I'm fixing the side by side. Yeah. But called Rick. Rick brought tools out because I didn't have any tools. Rick brought tools out to work on it. And then he had to go back up to get something else because he only lived three quarters through the field, probably three quarters of a mile. And so he had to go up and get some other stuff. And I'm working on this with the wrenches that he brought me. And I look at Paige. I'm like, I'm not so sure this broke because of anything I did or right. we did. I'm pretty sure this broke. For Rick's sake. Yeah. So the story behind that is when dad passed away, we were all sitting at the barn after his funeral. And I didn't think I was going to cry today. And we sat there with Rick and with Jerry. And we told them that dad was our go-to person when we needed something. If Matt and Mitchell wasn't available, actually, I don't even know if dad was even after you each other. I think dad was first. You guys would call dad. And of course, dad dropped everything to to help you out, whether it be bringing logs up or taking a kid to a chiropractor. I mean, you know, he was always there. And when we sat there that day, we told Rick and Jerry that when their phone rang, that they needed to answer it. Sorry. And you know what? I'm sure that when Rick got that phone call, he knew. He knew it was his time to to step in. And when I got the picture from Paige of Mitchell and Rick working on it, I did nothing but smile. Yeah. Nothing but smile. So, yeah. And Jerry was there when we did our first butchering without Dad this yeah. last weekend. And he did a great job stepping in as well. So, we do. We appreciate all that you that you guys do for us. So we were just interrupted with a FaceTime call with our family. <laughs> so I don't know where we're at. I'm hoping I got my point across. Yeah, just so. so everybody knows that God will put people where they're supposed to be at that exact moment. Um, so whether your steering column breaks, whether your your car is stuck alongside the road, whether you're at the, at the store and you forgot your wallet, so God will put a person... 
that's supposed to be there there to help you. Yes. yes. So if something bad happens to you, it may not be because of something you're doing or anything like that. It may be so it can help somebody else. Yeah. Lord's working in your life. That's right. Absolutely. So, we thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to send us a friendly hello, then you can email us at purefaithpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you like what you hear, if you like what we're doing, if you like the content that we're putting out there, then we ask that you share this show with others so we can all work together in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. And just remember, tears can always lead to laughter. That's very true. Yes. We will talk to you again next time. Enjoy your day.